WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musick. And welcome to CEO Coach here at WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jillian Music. I'm president and co-founder of SEO Moz, and I'm the CEO Coach. Today I'm going to be talking about hiring factors. And if you've got questions, I'd love to see you in the chat room. Just pop your questions in, and I'll get those answered while we're on the air today. Or you can reach me at Jillian, G-I-L-L-I-A-N, at SEOMoz.org anytime. So let's get on with it. The question is, what are you looking for when you hire either what you might call an employee, but what I usually call a team member? And I think that the distinction in the language we use makes a distinction in our minds as to what we're looking for. I know that most companies still operate on what's known generically as Theory X management. It means that there are owners of a company, there are employees, and the employees and the owners are in a somewhat adversarial relationship. The employee wishes to make money from the employer for in exchange for services or uh, products being made, however it's uh, put together. And the employer wishes to pay as little as possible in order to get those services or to get the product that's being created in order to sell it at an advantageous price. That is, by its nature, adversarial. But I do think there's another way to do business, and it's one of the reasons I started my own. I think that the Theory X management system, um, which predicates it or is predicated on the fact that there is this adversarial uh, relationship, is not necessarily the most advantageous for business. So I think you've already heard me, if you've heard some of these other broadcasts, talk about if you share, you will get more. And I've built a business based on that, and you know, so far, so good. I would say the same thing is at play when you hire people who will be part of a team. If you consider that you're not simply building a company, but a team that will help you build a company, then you understand that you are not the only beneficiary from it. An idea may be yours, 
you can be both the instigator and the operator of the company that proposes this idea and creates that idea from thought, word, and then deed, and so on. And so you're certainly entitled to a lion's share of whatever profit comes from it, perhaps both currently, but certainly in the future, if you're looking at an exit, which would be sale or maybe going public or something like that. Nevertheless, if you consider that you have a team of people who will help you reach that goal rather than simply employees and they're to be leveraged as if they were pencils and computers, then you can see quite a difference in how you would put together such a team and how you would reward them. So starting with this, the idea of what are you looking for in teammates as opposed to employees, you now have a different frame of reference, a different state of mind. And I strongly encourage it. I think companies are much better when you put together their teams and you understand that you're working with them, not simply having them work for you. So here we go. When I sit down to think about who I want to hire, I'm looking for characteristics that don't necessarily have to do with skill sets. And I don't think that you can hire without any skill sets and expect to teach it in all instances, although there are a few. For example, if you're looking for something about reception, customer relations management, customer service, all of those things, it's all about the personality of the person you're hiring, the work ethic of the person you're hiring, and so on. So the other pieces are simple enough that all but the most simple-minded can learn to operate either telephone systems or um, web-based systems to answer calls, problems, send emails, and so on. When you're looking for things like engineers, you're certainly looking for specific skill sets, and you've got to be darn sure that the person you're talking to has them. But uh, I think it was Shumani who said months ago, brilliance is a dime a dozen. They graduate colleges all the time, every day. It doesn't matter that you're brilliant. The question is, if you have the skill sets we require, can you also show up? Can you be there when people need you to be there? That means showing up every day at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever your core hours are. It means showing up in terms of delivering your product and your service every day, every time, on time, and so on. It's the reliability factor, in other words. So the first thing I look for, actually, is reliability. Okay? I certainly approve of doing things like hiring your friends not separating work and pleasure. And the reason there is that if you have pleasure at your work, you will never work a day in your life. It will all be pleasure. That's wonderful. And if you are a go-getter, entrepreneurial-spirited person, uh, you know, ready with new ideas all the time, deeply involved in your industry and so on, you probably have friends who are like-minded. So this is pretty good stuff. But it doesn't mean every friend is that kind of a friend. There will be friends that you go bicycling with or kayaking with or something, who knows what. But they may not have the same spirit that you have. In other words, reliability. So look for that first. Number two, look for the skill sets. They are equally important, but don't waste your time with folks who have extraordinary skill sets and can never do anything except work perhaps project by project as an independent consultant, or maybe they absolutely need the strictures of a large business and so on. Remember that if you're starting your company, startup is hell. 
We understand that as entrepreneurs, and we're all willing to pay all the prices required to get our baby off the ground. It doesn't necessarily mean this is the passion of the person you're about to hire. So, reliability first, skill sets second, but equally important. It just helps you not to keep interviewing folks who won't be an appropriate match but have the same skill sets. Once you've determined that this is a kind of person who will reliably show up and they have the skills you want, now you have to determine whether or not you really want to work with them. And therein lies things like other personality factors. So, cheerful, aggressive, um, verbose, uh, short and terse. What's your style of communication and how do you like to work with other folks who are doing the same kind of things. So in my case, I tend not to want super verbose folks who are going to take 20 minutes to tell me what they could have taken, you know, two to let me know. I certainly want people who understand how to use bullets to get points across, can write short, terse memos and get their points across. And at the same time, I want folks who know how to relax a bit and to lay back and put their feet up. So that's the kind of personality I'm looking for. It doesn't mean that's your style. When we come back, we're going to take a look beyond reliability, skill sets, and personality to determine the kind of person you want to hire and how you want to compensate them. This is Jillian Music as CEO Coach on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. State of Search, your home for the latest search marketing news and views of the world. 
Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. The next thing I want to talk about in terms of hiring someone, we talked about reliability. Can they show up on time every day, all the time, do what they need to do? And that's whether or not they're working in an office or at a home. So I should actually uh, make a second piece about reliability. The reliability factor has to do a little bit with the person's work style. If you have an office, you have folks who can show up reliably at the office. It seems to be pretty endemic in most Western cultures to do that pretty easily. However, if you have a, uh, a work at home or remote office uh, process, then you might have some more difficulty. Not everybody is cut out to be a self-starter and be as productive and their residents at coffee shops as others. So you have to make sure that that's going to be a comfort thing. If you have that kind of situation, I would suggest you're going to end up with more uh, temporary hires, if you will, uh, to test out whether or not this is a good fit for both you and for your uh, future team member. The second thing we talked about was skill sets. Certainly skill sets can't be ignored, especially if you're looking at things like uh, technical engineering things and so on. Um, but I would suggest you go after the reliability factor first because it will save you time interviewing tons of folks who are absolutely brilliant but have no idea how to make a business run. In other words, what their role is and how they have to uh, function within it. The third piece is personality. Who are the folks that you'd like to work with? Um, you know, here in uh, Seattle, I think we all lean a little to the left. We are kind of laid back. We enjoy, uh, you know, the blue jeans and T-shirt stuff. But when it comes to uh, engineering, the rigors of our performance uh, would make you think we were all wearing uh, suits and ties and uh, so on. So you have a sense, again, of personality and fit for the organization. Now we go on to things like cash. So here's a critical piece. Do you and the team member you're about to hire have the same idea or concept about their value? This is not necessarily what you're intending to pay them at the moment, but it is what you think their value to the company is going to be and what it is today. That's a critical piece. If you can come to a meeting of the minds where you both understand the value of the person within the organization, then you will have a, uh, a good ground basis for determining what to pay them today and determining what the future potential payments will be. There are effectively three buckets when you're looking to a team, if you will, or vice president, things like that. So three buckets. You have current compensation. You have... Uh, stock or stock options or uh, future compensation when it uh, comes to uh, sale of the business or long-term uh, compensations and so on uh, at the far end that way. And then you have things that are things like bonuses or commissions. If you're going to be working with folks in a marketing uh, sector, understanding that process of commission or bonus is critical. But even if you're working with folks who are in an engineering team, having them understand and setting up a very, um, how should I say, not only cost-effective for you, but a very motivating uh, system for 
benefits like bonuses or not really commission, but bonuses, a bonus structure for performance on time, for, um, I don't know, meeting and beating dates and so on. That's an important issue. Here's what I would counsel. Do not provide a bonus for doing your job. Figure out exactly what the pieces of doing your job involves. And it involves getting stuff done on time. So meeting a deadline is doing your job. Getting beyond meeting a deadline, such as determining that you've delivered something early or delivered more than it was originally in the scope of things and still was on time with delivery and so on, then you've got something where you could say, oh, this is the kind of thing where uh, we could provide a bonus. So set up what your bonus structures would look like. One is goal, and that's delivering on time. Two is the added goal, and that's what you're going to make a bonus for. Make sure people understand how the bonuses are going to work. The other thing would be to say, uh, if you, again, you have an engineering team and you want them to share in the bounty of a job well done. It's going to take all the components, make sure that all of the team members understand that there are nominally three components to a corporation, especially a tech business, administration, marketing and sales, and the third piece is engineering. So somebody's got to build this platform, whatever the heck it's going to be, software, hardware, otherwise, and so on. They've got to construct this thing. The third, the second piece, excuse me, is to get it out to the general public, to market it well, to put a front cover on it so people who do front ends of websites tend to be part of marketing as well as other things, to write beautifully, promote it on the SERPs, all kinds of things. And the third team is admin, and that's the stuff that keeps the other two teams going. They send out invoices, they collect cash, they manage that sort of thing. They make sure there's lunch in the lunchroom. They make sure that uh, parties are made and birthdays are acknowledged and all kinds of little stuff as well as taking care of the big stuff like insurance and rent and taxes. So each of those teams is critical to the success of a company, and each of those teams usually is fairly separate. Getting those teams together and consistently making sure they understand what each of them do helps each one understand their relative value to the corporation. Once you've determined that the two of you are in agreement about what the person is going to be worth in the space in which they fit and all the pieces of a puzzle come together, and I would avoid thinking about it as cogs in a wheel because it's really not a good thing, <laughs> okay, you've got these three buckets. Determine how much current compensation they need in terms of a salary. Okay. The second thing is determine how much they're going to want in terms of bonus. More bonus, less salary. Less bonus, more salary. Right? And then there's future compensation. And certainly, if you're talking again about the C-suite folks, those are the guys who have a piece of the future. Now, most companies do it that way. Here at SEO Moz, Everyone has a piece of the future. Every single person who works at SEO Moz has stock options. It does not mean that you have to exercise them. You're not required to take them. But I do feel that it's a critical piece that everybody understands we're all working toward the same thing. So as you look for these uh, pieces, reliability, skill sets, personality, and then an agreement on the value of the person and how they're going to move forward. If the person you're hiring thinks they're much more valuable than you do, it's never going to work. If you think they're more valuable than they think, 
then you do still have a problem, actually. It's kind of nice that you can tell them you feel they are more valuable than they do or whatever. That's fine. And it's critical, of course, that people feel valued in a company in more ways than just cash bonuses and future compensation because it's all the same thing. It's all money. They have to be acknowledged personally. They have to be thanked. They have to be, uh, you know, promoted in some way within the company to understand that this is a job well done and so on. All of that's good stuff. But okay, if you think they're worth more and they don't think they're worth that much, it may be that you see a skill set or you see a series of um, prior projects that they were a part of, but they know something you don't. They may know that they were not... Um, quite as effective in those positions as you may be thinking. So listen carefully. Your potential hire may know more about themselves than you do. You should be about even on those things. So we're going to take another break. We come back and we talk about uh, not just the uh, reliability skill sets, personality, and cash, but again, making that final decision for hiring a teammate. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncredit.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Musig, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back. Okay, so... We're going to talk about the last piece in hiring a team member for a startup. 
recognizing that you have a startup, which is usually a small company, you want to make sure that the general uh, team that exists already also approves of the new personality coming into the mix. The smaller the group, the more important personality becomes to the group. If you've got somebody who's an outlier within a group in a bad way, uh, a little grumpier than the crowd, a little more cheerful, noisy than the crowd, whatever it is, you can find that there are difficulties in moving the product or the service forward. So having your own team interview the new team member is a brilliant idea. When we started with SEO Moz, we used to have everybody interview everybody who was hired. Now, in general, the team that's going to work with them, either engineering, admin, or marketing, will interview that person so that they can be welcomed into the group. But having started with everybody interviewing everybody, we were finding that uh, it was better to grow that company with some stability in uh, the group that, that arrived. And that really made a big difference for us. Certainly, the tenor of a company changes over time. And not everybody you hire at the very beginning will still be a good match to stay put at the end. The folks you hire in the beginning tend to be more entrepreneurial themselves. They're willing to take huge risks to put their time, effort, and so on, their skill sets to work for a wonderful idea at a time when everybody is kind of naysaying around you, saying you're absolutely insane. The money isn't there yet. The customer base isn't there yet. The marketing hasn't been refined. All kinds of things are wild. That personality set may not be so comfortable or as excited to work at the same company as the idea and the corporation matures and more people come to the table. They love to work with those startup ideas. They maybe want to go out on their own at this point. They've got the power to do that. Bless it, move on, and give them strength to do so. That's wonderful. But understand that over time, the personality that will join your group with more and more people and more stability will be slightly different. Okay, so clarity on what is expected would be one of the things that you want to make sure your team members express and get a feel for how that person responds when they're doing the interviewing. You can help your team members to ask the right questions. Okay? Certainly in the United States and in a number of other countries around the world, it is absolutely illegal to ask questions like, how old are you? All right? Or what religion are you? Not allowed to do those sorts of things. So be careful, again, that you counsel your team members as to what they can and cannot ask but encourage them to ask questions that will get a good sense of working relationship going. Test this person right there on the scene and so on. We used to do that with engineers. We would do it with marketing folks. How would you solve this problem? How would you solve this customer service issue? How would you relate to such and such? What are your ideas about where this product might go? How do you feel SEO Moz, for example, would move forward, we used to ask. Those kinds of things. And it gives you a sense of where this person sees the company, the product set, and their own skill sets within the company and their role in the company as they perform those uh, tasks and give you some answers. If somebody is coming to you and sees your company as kind of a, a small organization that will be regional and so on and so forth, but you see your company as something that's going to go global, well, then you know one of two things. Either this person will kind of move and self-select on in a short period of time, moving up to another regional company and so on to work for, or they have to kind of 
come to a meeting of the minds and say, no, actually, if you guys want to go global, oh boy, do I have ideas around that. I think it would be a great idea and let's go and I'm ready to move. One or the other. So I would have your new team member do some tasks right there. I would have them be interviewed by their existing team members already. And then I would set up a temporary structure. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to not hire them right away, for instance, have them as an outsource provider. That's not necessarily the case. And in some cases, it's, again, on the far side of the law in this state or that state or whatever, so you want to be careful about that or certain countries. So you could hire them on, but with an understanding that there will be a review period within approximately three months or maybe six months. Then you can say, and these are really good critical words, Let's give this a trial hire, and in three months from now, we'll meet again, and we'll determine whether it's a good match for both of us. That leaves it very clear and very open that both the hiree and the hirer are going to check to see whether it's a good match for both parties. Constantly working to negotiate from both sides makes a much more positive relationship. Okay, pay folks the way they need to be paid, remembering that it's not always just money, but it's also about feeling valued, about having flexible time. There's a small company, for example, here in Washington that just decided they weren't going to give half days off. They could only do a whole day off. Hence, somebody who needed to take a half day to take a flight to go somewhere else was unable to go to the office, put in that half day, take a short break and continue to work even on a plane, because you can do that these days, and when he got to the other side, I thought, what a waste. All right, Make sure you don't structure your company in ways that shoot yourself in the foot that way. All right? So we're going to look at, first, reliability, second, skill sets, third, personality, four, a meeting of the minds about the value of the person, understanding there are three buckets of cash, salary, bonus, and future compensation at the time that you go public or sell or some other big event, so on. You're going to test these guys before you hire them right there on the spot, asking appropriate questions about their view of where your company is going, making again sure that you have a meeting of the minds. Be extremely clear about expectations and see how they respond when it comes to that. And finally, set up a test time. This has been a fun show for me here at CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music from webmasterradio.fm where you can pick up broadcasts of CEO Coach. We are broadcasting live every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the U.S. and around the world. You can also get these broadcasts at iTunes. Thanks very much. Look forward to it next week. <laughs> 